Welcome to another episode of Ready to Launch, a special joint series between Riyada, a Wilson Center podcast, and the straight-up startup with Rajai Sahouri and Amman Jordan. I'm your co-host, Marissa Khurma, Director of the Middle East Program here at the Wilson Center. We turn west of Amman today to the ever-vibrant city of Beirut to zoom into the work of Beritech, an ecosystem for entrepreneurs that provides a dynamic environment for startups and SMEs, fostering innovation, technology, and entrepreneurship in Lebanon. Today, we will be focusing on entrepreneurship, uh, sustainable entrepreneurship. Veritech was actually established two decades ago by St. Joseph University in Lebanon and currently offers over 30 different programs for entrepreneurs to launch their businesses, including the ones in the sustainable and impact space, which is the theme for this month. I'll be chatting today with Crystal Khalil, Programs Director at Veritech, and Patrick Zorbi, who is a beneficiary of two programs at Veritech. He's an entrepreneur whose project turns car and truck tires into fashion accessories and handbags. It is rather uplifting that in the midst of the myriad challenges that Lebanon faces on the economic, social, political, and governance fronts, that the light still shines through the buzzing work of their entrepreneurship ecosystem and passionate youth. So thanks to both of you, Crystal and Patrick, um, and welcome to our podcast. Um, Crystal, I'm going to start with you to tell us a little bit more about your journey with Berry Tech um, and um, uh, sort of take us on a tour of what you do, how you support uh, budding entrepreneurs, particularly in the uh, sustainable and you know, Im- impact space. Okay, hello everyone. So thank you for having me and it's a pleasure to be among you today. Basically, uh, I have been in Veritech for the past 13 years. So it has been a great experience for me so far, especially in Lebanon, because um, uh, I had exposure over uh, multiple uh, sectors and uh, I had a chance to tackle innovation in multiple sectors and uh, integrate sustainability. So uh, basically I've been uh, in contact with entrepreneurs and through supporting entrepreneurs, I I felt really I can contribute better to Lebanon. So it was a great chance for me. Uh, And uh, basically what uh, the way we do to support entrepreneurs is uh, and grow innovation in uh, in various sector is uh, one by promoting the culture of entrepreneurship through the events, through the competition that we do. Then, uh, based on screening criteria uh, that depends on each sector and uh, and basically each program, we recruit entrepreneurs. We take them through the journey of capacity building, coaching, mentoring. We provide them customized advice. And uh, more importantly, we're a door opener. So we give them exposure and connect them with mentors, partners, and experts, not only in Lebanon, but also on the regional and international scale. Uh, On the level of sustainability and social impact, uh, I've been particularly involved uh, in social entrepreneurship since 2012. 
And uh, so I love creating impact and for me, helping entrepreneurs integrate social impact or green impact part of their business is really important. So on that level, um, we, we support entrepreneurs to grow their strategy, to communicate better about their impact, to develop their sustainable model and to be able to, sustainable, uh, to sustain their businesses. And, and contribute uh, to, to the communities that they're supporting. So it has been uh, a very interesting journey and innovation entrepreneurship is something dear to my heart. And it allows me to uh, basically uh, learn a lot, meet with multiple entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. support uh, businesses grow and uh, create the impact that I can. Thank you, Crystal, and uh, welcome you and Patrick. We're so happy to have you. And uh, yeah, on to you, Patrick. Uh, welcome. So uh, I want to learn more about you. So you're, you're an entrepreneur in Lebanon. Uh, you, your project is basically you work on turning car and um, truck tires into fashion accessories and bags. So yeah. can you tell us more about that and how is... Um, um, Baytech supporting you through this journey. Yeah. Uh, hi, everybody. Well, uh, let me introduce a little bit how it started the business. Uh, it's After all, it's a business, but it has this beautiful edge uh, around it. Uh, end of 2014, it was a passion. And from there, at the hobby and uh, care about the environment and all of this stuff uh, made me think of to start this hobby into a business. Where, uh, to be exact, the inner tire tubes of the cars, of trucks, of bicycles, mostly, uh, we turned them into handbags and jewelry, all made uh, from this uh, used rubber, where rubber is not a recyclable material. Uh, this was one of the also the issues that intrigued us to work with this material. It's a very durable material as a raw material. And the uh, end result uh, was, was so amazing. We, uh, it took us a lot of time, actually, to reach the uh, quality and the value and the designs we, were, we reach, wanted to reach. It took us like one year, but now uh, we can assure that we have a very n- nice product. Uh, it's under a brand. We called it Veya. And uh, from there, since 2015, until 2017, we were uh, kind of moving in the local market, which is Lebanon. Uh, while from 2017 till now, uh, things, uh, as you know, uh, locally, uh, Lebanon, is, uh, everything is not working well. So the business was a little bit on hold. And uh, end of 2021, kind of, uh, we had the opportunity to enter with the programs with Beritech. Uh, to uh, relaunch the, this uh, business, and uh, here here we are. Thank you so much, Patrick and uh, Crystal, and and um, you know, hearing you now and Crystal also introducing um, you know the work that she's doing with the backdrop of all of these uh, developments in Lebanon and how this is affecting um, your work. Um, and I wonder if you can elaborate a little bit more, and I'll turn to you first, Crystal, and then to Patrick, about how, as you know, Berry Tech, 
you addressed some of these challenges that you faced that really were outside of your control because Lebanon was hit by multiple crises. Um, and the last one, basically, you know, the um, horrific Beirut port explosion and what that represented and how it also compounded the impact of COVID-19. So how did you address some of these challenges from within the ecosystem um, to keep things going? Yes, so um, let me simplify it. So um, the reason of, of the existence of Beritech is to really uh, uh, address the development of solution uh, through entrepreneurs. So basically, uh, by supporting entrepreneurs, create solution to the problems or to the challenges or tackling opportunities to grow the economy of Lebanon. So this is how basically we contribute to, to everything that is happening. Um, concretely, yes, so we had uh, the COVID, the, the, the economic crisis, all the, the blast and so on. So uh, basically, we uh, each entrepreneur was mobilized to address the challenges that the country faced, whether uh, the environment, the education, the health sector, the sustainable sector. So through our programs, we could help them um, uh, address concretely their solution to fit in the context, uh, keeping in mind that we always look at uh, support them in developing their solutions in Lebanon, but also push them and support them to scale also uh, on the international level. Uh, I can talk about the importance of uh, being agile and adapting to changes. So this was very important to help them tackle uh, crisis management, be able to uh, deal and, and adapt their businesses to, 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 to thrive the current context and uh, to, to change a bit their innovation model, to fit the context. So um, by helping, so we have a lot of programs that tackle sustainability, circular economy, social impact, uh, um, through uh, supporting them develop solutions in, in those sectors uh, and, and keeping the, the impact as an essence in their business, we could basically address and contribute positively to, to, to solve the challenges. And we worked a lot on helping them through mentoring. The mentoring component was very, very important. They really needed uh, uh, personal support in their journey. It was a very tough journey for entrepreneurs for the past two years. So the mentoring aspect was really crucial. Um, our network uh, on the international scale, especially the diaspora network, also was a big support, uh, whether to drive uh, funding or support or opening access to international market. This was very important. Mm -hmm. On the level of management, again, it's about it was basically about crisis management, how to be agile, how to adapt their business model, and how to fit in. Mm -hmm. um, the context within the resources available. So what we can do with with, uh, with what is available, which was very, very limited. Yeah. It was very challenging, yeah. I mean, definitely challenging, but it seems that you also um, found a way to capitalize on the resources that you have and you focused on all um, the important skills that um, I guess all of us in, in one way or another had to also 
hone uh, through the pandemic, right? The agility factor is so important. It's one of the key skills needed for further disruptions um, in the future of work. Uh, so kudos to you for all that you have uh, done to address uh, these multiple crises. And Patrick, from your end, how did some of these programs offered at Veritech help you deal with the challenges that you described earlier? Uh, well, actually, I have to thank Veritech very much. So uh, thank you. And uh, for for instance, as you know, you know, we are in Lebanon, especially uh, we passed a crisis, and worldwide also the market is not working well. So we're all the entrepreneurs, especially the startups, they needed uh, a push, a motivation. So programs like uh, Beritech uh, usually, uh, or at, at least for uh, for me, it uh, gave us a, gave me a big push to uh, rethink how to manage everything and how to continue and keep up and uh, all the struggle we were working with. So uh, first the motivation, plus all the technical support we need. And so technical support is so important, uh, being from to plan ahead, to forecast how to manage around all what is happening. It was very important for us to be always guided by somebody. It's better than being alone. So uh, having a help and support by a program and the team behind uh, is, is very important. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. Thank you. Rajai. Absolutely. No, this, um, these are great points you guys highlighted. And, uh, you know, Christelle, following up on your point, that is really important to be agile in, 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 in such crises. Um, but, you know, I want to I also like follow up on that, uh, uh, on the point that um, Lebanon has been facing a major uh, brain drain with its talents, you know, uh, fleeing to 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 start off, you know, their lives in 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 other places, and now more than ever. Um, so, as an innovation hub, you've been around for for twenty years now. Uh, I want to ask you, uh, Crystal, as the um, as a program director, like, what is Beritech's role in providing the space for more Lebanese youth to innovate and start their entrepreneurial projects in in Lebanon, keeping them in Lebanon rather than starting elsewhere. And onto you, Patrick, later as an entrepreneur, how do you see that coming across and how and like what motivates you to stay in Lebanon? Uh, so starting with you, Crystal. Yeah, so um, we are a platform okay for people to create their own opportunities so this is how I can summarize it so um, so for all the people who lost their jobs for all the people who uh, are struggling with their businesses we are here to help them to give them the opportunity to to create their own businesses their own uh, opportunities or to support their business thrive in those challenging times how we are doing this um, Again, through the entrepreneurship uh, programs, Atir, I want to thank all the donors that are supporting Veritech and other places in Lebanon, whether the European Union or the US government. So um, basically, uh, what we're doing is that we're providing them with uh, capacity building programs, connection grants, and and uh, uh, most of it, um, most importantly, the connections. The connections were there with investors, with clients, with markets, uh, and we are opening doors not only in Lebanon, but in the region. 
So I think this is very important because uh, it gives them, them hope in uh, to stay in Lebanon and uh, and 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 there, so so I want to 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 highlight the positive side of the crisis. So this pushed people to create their own opportunities. Uh, it pushed also businesses to think differently to fit in uh, the Lebanese needs so we see we saw the rise of local production which is excellent or a circular economy or the virtual markets and and positioning Lebanon as an outsourcing hub for the international scene so we saw a lot of opportunities and Belitech plays really the the support platform of bringing people together uh, to to create solutions to sustain their businesses and to create their own opportunities. That's amazing, uh, Christel, an amazing insight how you can focus also on the positive, not also the um, the negative and having this growth mindset uh, in it all, which is which is amazing. Um, on to you, Patrick, how do you feel uh, about that? Uh, what motivates you to keep working in Lebanon and keep building it? Yes, uh, all of us as startups and with the addition of having this passion about the environment or being entrepreneurship or sustainability, uh, it is important to keep uh, networking and sharing experience between each other as entrepreneurs. Yeah. Uh, Lebanese or internationals would be better even. Uh, and uh, programs, international programs also help us join together. Uh, so networking is very important. And in addition, also um, uh, the technical skills uh, from experts from different levels from finance, marketing, uh, etc. Also, uh, they come from the different background. They support us a lot, us as entrepreneurs. So uh, especially the startup pro- program, startup entrepreneurs in pro- into programs uh, is a way uh, challenge- challenging uh, and uh, put us on a track where we can bypass all those uh, challenges. All of this combined is the motivation for us to keep, uh, keep on going. That's really um, encouraging and uh, very inspiring. Thank you for sharing. Um, I want to follow up on um, a point that uh, you raised, Christelle, with regards to the role of the diaspora. And I I know that Lebanon has about you know ten million people, um, roughly, in the diaspora, um, and uh, they play a significant role. Um, I you know, personally remember all the different campaigns that were organized here in the United States right after the uh, Beirut port um, explosion and just rounding up resources, um, you know, financial and otherwise, and sending food packages, uh, sending support um, to their family and friends. And I was wondering if you work with particular platforms or particular particular organized groups or is it more sort of individual based um, because we've published a report last year on um, uh, basically Lebanon's economy and there was a whole section dedicated to engaging the diaspora not only in in, in, in inviting them to invest you know through funds but also in um also involving them in the mentorship programs for example and knowledge exchanges so who is it that you work with in the diaspora and are they organized into different um entities um that make it perhaps easier for Barry Tech 
to capitalize on their role? Uh, to be very honest, working with the Lebanese diaspora is a bit challenging. It's not that easy. So we have a big diaspora. Now, what helped, unfortunately, uh, the blast helped. Uh, the, I mean, it didn't help. I, I'm sorry to say this, but it did mobilize the diaspora a lot. So we were sure. contacted by a lot of people to see how to help. What we did is kind of... Uh, um, virtual web pages for our entrepreneurs to promote their product, their their services on the international level, to help them fundraise and and uh, help uh, mobilize diaspora network to to transfer their support, financial support through uh, banking accounts to support the entrepreneurs in Lebanon. Um, I will not talk only about diaspora. I will talk about um, how we mobilize uh, basically international network. It's mainly uh, thanks to our uh, international partners. We work a lot on, on regional and international programs, and we are part also of the European Business Innovation Network. So through the partnerships, we really mobilize networks, and, and diaspora is part of it. But uh, we do not deal with a specific entity that helps diaspora. But I can tell you, for example, the 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 chamber, the International Chamber of Commerce, the embassies, the Lebanese embassies. So this helps also. So we look at channels to mobilize diaspora, but there is no specific entities uh, focusing only on the diaspora. Mm, mm. This we need to work on and and. Uh, support more so we need more support at that angle yeah absolutely and and that's um that's also a data point um that um is shared by others that we have um spoken with here in uh washington as well um and patrick um if you know we uh, i follow up with you on um basically accessing markets uh, you know, through this international network um, that uh, Christelle talked about, um, where are some of the markets that you have access to and what other markets do you want to have access to? Yeah, well, at the moment uh, with the Beritech, uh, uh, they are within a program for the Mediterranean uh, countries, if I'm not wrong. So we should be exposed uh, with the um, countries in uh, Europe and some countries in North Africa, uh, I guess. Um, it could be uh, Italy, Spain, uh, countries like that. Uh, for us, as they are uh, not, uh, we, we intend, or we, this is one of the plans to uh, access, get access to market different than Lebanon, for sure. Uh, in the Gulf region, also, we hope to uh, have a place uh, and start selling this market. Uh, Saudi Arabia, UAE, Qatar, Kuwait, and uh, any Europe countries we can go in, it would be uh, an, ad an addition. So uh, it would be split between Gulf and Europe. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Great. Thank you for that. Rajai? Yes. Uh, um, uh, great answers, guys, and thank you so much. So I want to tap more into the role of the government. Um, what can entrepreneurs do in the partnership with the private sector to elevate the role of the government to build a better infrastructure. Because now the infrastructure is very weak for um, many businesses, especially for uh, startups. So how can uh, this partnership work in order to um, thrive together with the public sector? Can you tell us more about that? 
Uh, <laughs> talking about the public sector now is a bit challenging, honestly, because uh, it's, it's a bit challenging in Lebanon. Now, what are the areas that we that the government can focus on to support entrepreneurs is basically um, fostering a better legal and fiscal environment for, for businesses, especially to start at the startup stage. So making the process easy for them, giving them incentives, uh, you know, to, to really encourage, especially during this economic crisis. And, uh, and also the, the, the challenging side is the banking sector. So whatever the, the, the government can support on the level of opening a payment uh, gateways for, for entrepreneurs, facilitating their financial exchange with, uh, with the international uh, markets, this is crucial. So, and, and definitely more, uh, more grants, more funding for, for entrepreneurs, more opportunities, also supporting them on the level of uh, procurement, um, uh, integrating startups more into the, the public procurement um, operations and activities. So th th there's a lot to do. On, there's a lot to do. Yes, yes, yes. No, we all agree on that. And uh, I want to shift to you, Patrick, as an entrepreneur. Uh, how do you see that coming across? Uh, how do you see yourself thriving in, in, uh, in a couple of years from now and penetrating to new markets and, and uh, working with them? Well, I'm looking forward. Everything is coming to well now, I guess. The corona and COVID uh, is all um, should we ex our expect at the end of this year, all is back to life, uh, locally and internationally. And uh, already we know, uh, at least we know where Lebanon is heading, uh, even if, if it's to, wor to worse what it is, but at least we know we are in the worst situation. So we are coping around. At least we, uh, we, ha you know, we have to plan uh, how to go around. And because of the different programs and support also we we expect things to go better so we hope for the best and uh, for us as SMEs we consider uh, as SMEs uh, with with the public sector to say so uh, usually we can't uh, uh, go into lots with the big projects for a project or infrastructure but at least it is very known that the businesses SMEs or not are a boost for the economy. So as a government, they should put hands not only with big, big companies to, uh, and privatization to, to make Lebanon, let's say, back to its own feet. Also, SMEs and small businesses, even micro-businesses are very important. Thank you for that, Patrick. Um, SMEs are an important part of um, any economy um, and in the Middle East and um, North Africa region, um, uh, many of the economies are actually comprised of primarily um, SMEs. So the challenge is, remains to be how to support them uh, moving forward um, in order to grow and scale up. Um, so we're going to you know, start wrapping up this episode and perhaps ask both of you to share any lessons learned, what we call the before you launch words of wisdom. You know, any sort of 
wisdoms that you want to share based on some of your experiences and some of the um, lessons that you've learned and you've picked up along the way that you can share with our audience, but specifically with budding entrepreneurs in Lebanon and the region um, who have an idea and want to move it forward. I'll start with you, Crystal. Yeah, so uh, if you have an idea, make it happen. So <laughs> that's my, uh, it's the right time. You have nothing to lose. And uh, the most important thing is to really, um, I mean, tackle the market need and, and uh, link the idea to uh, an existing need in the market and, and to really define the customer. So linking the, the idea to the market opportunities. And number two, uh, which was really based on experience during those uh, the past years, is uh, the more agile and the more flexible you are as a person in your business, as a strategy with your customer, and the better you will succeed in this uh, this context or any upcoming context. So mm-hmm. these are my my two two cents. Thank you, thank you, Patrick. Over to you. Yeah, usually any entrepreneur has a passion. Uh, he believes in something, in it, and he need to change something in the society. Uh, for the better good. So any entrepreneur has to keep this passion uh, and this motivation ongoing. Uh, He has to find the way how to keep moving on. Uh, No road is easy, so uh, there's always bumps and ups and downs. He has to keep uh, moving on. And uh, some uh, tips or hints to go with, everybody has to work with the plan. So planning, and uh, doing it, uh, a forecast for the future is very important, even if it changes along the way. And uh, the most also second, second thing to give uh, as a wisdom or as a hint or suggestion for entrepreneurs is to uh, don't hesitate or the, to ask for help. Help is very important. It can start from help, uh, get, get, getting help from family and friends. And from programs like Baritech. So it's not uh, wrong to ask for uh, and uh, knock the doors for programs, uh, friends, family, uh, experienced, skilled um, um, people. So always ask for help and don't, don't hesitate. And uh, entrepreneurs keep going, keep moving on. Wonderful. Thank you so much to both of you for uh, sharing um your stories um all that you do and your words of wisdom and lessons learned i'm truly inspired uh by what you do um particularly given the um, myriad challenges uh that the lebanon faces um and we hope to uh, continue this discussion learn more from uh your work uh, moving forward and perhaps meet in person very soon thank you christelle and patrick Thank you, Christelle and Patrick. Thank you, thank you, guys. Thank you very much. Looking forward. This podcast is funded by a grant from the United States Department of State. The opinions, findings, and conclusions of this podcast are those of our guests and do not necessarily reflect those of the U.S. Department of State.